Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you, the listener, to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 126. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of and please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Hashdash. Currently, consumers leverage multiple online resources to research, find, and purchase cannabis products. Hashdash has created a single source for education, products, brands, dispensaries, and takes it one step further by pairing users with products that match their profile and needs through their unique matching algorithm, the smartest way to search and match with cannabis products. Sign up for their free beta release at hashdash.com. Follow them on Facebook and Twitter at hashdash and on Instagram at hashdash.com. Staying motivated can be difficult, but let's take a step back even further, all the way back at the starting line, unlocking your internal motivation. Whether it's becoming motivated for the day, the week, the month, or year, creating that key, understanding that key to unlock the door to motivation can be daunting for some. It can be overwhelming. In those moments when you feel you should be doing more or doing something, working towards something, but there's something holding you back, the anchor weighing you down holding you back from your goals, your growth. When you're not motivated, you're most likely neglecting your personal and professional goals, procrastinating. And that procrastination centers around the lack of motivation. How do you unlock that motivation to cruise towards your goals and growth? Well, number one, understand what makes you tick. What's my purpose? Many of us tend to avoid this question. We turn away from this question because it's so big. 
It's intimidating. The pressure behind that question in itself. And many of us think the answer should be just as large as the question. We as humans need to feel purpose, a reason for doing, for being. Your career is a perfect example. If you despise going to your job, yes, it could be for a multitude of reasons, but a larger factor, not having purpose, feeling like your voice isn't being heard. That moment you register that what you're doing isn't driving the larger picture is the moment you subconsciously start to give up, throw your hands up. Your internal self has already committed to less action. When you feel like what you're doing isn't actually making an impact or your suggestions are falling on deaf ears, your internal self says, there's no point to bring them up anymore. The number one reason, and I repeat, the number one reason most people are failing to stay motivated is because what they're doing isn't what they want to do. It's like when you eat some crap food and your stomach starts making those funny noises. It's talking to you. It's your body letting you know that that food isn't sitting well because it isn't good for you. Your lack of motivation towards whatever you're doing, it's your mind telling you that thing, that thing you're doing isn't for you. I've said this a lot and I'll continue to say it because it's the truth. Do that damn thing that drives your happiness, that makes you tick, that you can't live without, that you've always envisioned yourself doing. I've gotten feedback from many people in my life whom I respect dearly. The biggest thing I've received on a multitude of occasions Don't work too hard. And I want to break this down because I think there's a lot of value here in that comment. People say this to me because they think I may be burning myself out. But the reality is this. I don't feel burnt out. And it's because what I've chosen to do with my life, with my career, it's been for me. And me entirely. I've created an environment where I look for opportunity around purpose, around my drivers. I understand the fulfillment it brings to my life. When I put more on my plate, it doesn't feel like more. It doesn't feel like I'm I'm burnt out. I love the hell out of what I do every single day. I run two of the largest departments at our company, I drop weekly content on social media to bring value to others. I drop episodes every week for the last three years. Started another venture in the cannabis space. Now, I don't mention all of this because I want to brag or say, hey, look at me. It's to show that if you choose to do things that drive your why, your happiness, it won't feel like work. No one wants to do something they don't want to do. Especially multiple things packed inside of that one thing they don't want to do. But when every day revolves around purpose, 
it's much easier to find motivation. You don't need to summon the fire. That shit's already burning. Number two, create a plan. Once you've dug deep into that thing that that makes you tick, you need to create a plan. You need to set goals. How are you going to define your goals? Back on episode 118, I broke down a guide to setting and achieving goals. These goals, they should be measurable, meaning you should be able to recognize that goal was achieved. It should be clear. You eliminate anything, anything that may be vague. And here's an example. Let's say you are a content creator. Maybe you have a YouTube channel or you're an influencer and you leverage social media for your personal brand. Let's say your intention for this year, 2021, is to create even more content than you created in 2020. If you simply write the goal as create more content for 2021, how do you recognize that you accomplished that goal? Maybe you created 40 pieces of content last year. That technically means that if you create 41 pieces of content this year, you've achieved that goal because you've created one more piece of content compared to last year. But if you think about this as a more measurable goal, it might turn into something such as this. Create one piece of content daily. That is measurable. It's clear. Next, what are action items to drive towards those goals? You can now set a framework to accomplish those goals. You can set a schedule weekly with what you're thinking for content a week in advance and how to create it. You also know if you've achieved that goal by delivering the content daily. The power in creating specific and measurable goals, you can create a plan to achieve those goals. You understand the work that needs to be done to achieve those things. If one of your goals is vague, it's going to be more difficult to find that motivation, to summon that motivation. When you can see it, it feels reachable, attainable. The point of setting goals It's a form of measurement. If it's vague, you're going to have a real difficult time reaching it. Having a clear goal allows you to understand your objective. It creates a roadmap and it identifies each mile marker. Number three, surrender to the moment. I bet a lot of you are like, "Uh, wait, what? Why would I stop? You just got done talking about Creating a plan. Why would I surrender? Here's what I mean by surrendering to the moment. Understand what it is telling you. Surrendering doesn't mean endorsing or even tolerating what is happening. It just means accepting reality. Accepting what is happening and dissecting it. Taking it in. Digesting it. Just like most run away from fear and bury emotions rather than trying to understand what it is telling them. Most tend to back in these times of feeling demotivated. They push back. 
they pull back. It's the natural reaction. I tend to, to think of this physical strength over mental strength. It needs to be the, the other way around. Here's a little background where I struggled with this. When I started working at the age of 14, I was doing physical labor-intensive jobs, doing construction, landscaping, common jobs for someone young and healthy, right? Well, as I grew older, I migrated away from those physical jobs and got into entrepreneurship and sales. And over the next 10 years of my life, I started my first company and I failed. And later, I joined a startup. And I found myself in a place of leadership again, having teams and employees that I led, that I coached. And many, many times through my journey as being a leader, I struggled. And I struggled with this idea of physical push rather than mental pull. And it dawned on me one day as to why I went to this place of push rather than a place of elevation. Through earlier jobs, I'd built this habit of playing in the weeds rather than elevating and and widening my field of sight and being a true leader. And when that moment hit where I was struggling, like something was missing, I surrendered. Now that, again, doesn't mean that I gave up. I decided to allow that moment to happen. I accepted it. I stepped back and asked, what was it showing me? What was this moment telling me? I started building habits that would allow me to gain elevation in my personal life, in career, and in my business. This was a defining moment for my career and as a leader. Being a true leader to my employees and my teams means the most to me. I put this at the top of my priority list every single day. But I had pushed back in that moment of being stuck and allowed it to swallow me. And I would have reacted with a a physical push rather than accepting it, rather than ingesting it and applying a mental pull. Sometimes... We react by pushing as hard as possible through something. That we forget to ask ourselves why this moment of friction is occurring in the first place. What is it teaching me? What lessons can I take away from it? Most importantly, how can I leverage this moment? These moments of friction create heat and they mold us into something incredible. And that leads to my last point. Number four, tackle procrastination. We're all guilty of this at some point in our life, delaying, holding ourselves back in order to tackle that procrastination. You need to uncover the reasons for the delay in the first place. That IDS exercise I've mentioned before. People ask me all the time, how do I stay motivated? How do I stop procrastinating? I always have a simple question in return for them. Have you taken a moment to analyze the why behind it for you? Whatever it is you're doing, whether it is that you're striving for, working towards, chances are if you're not doing something, it's for a reason. 
I feel a lot of people go to this place of, well, I'm just not motivated. I'm just not a motivated person. It's just not in my DNA. Eh, wrong. You're only saying that because it's the easy thing to say. It's easier than doing, than pushing and constantly pushing. Just like when people make up some bullshit excuse as to why they're not doing something they say they would do. There's something holding that individual back. Let's say you've spent time figuring out what makes you tick, you've set goals, action items to obtain those goals, and yet you still find yourself not doing them. There's something bigger, something deeper holding you back. Maybe it's fear. Maybe you know you truly want to start a business, and there's purpose, and there's passion behind it, but you're afraid of failing, letting yourself or others down. Maybe it's uncertainty, not understanding certain aspects of running a business. Whatever that particular thing is, you need to face it, not avoid it. Because if you don't face it, and if you don't address it, you'll be stuck in this revolving door. It's similar to getting stuck in a riptide. You can burn all the energy swimming as hard and as fast as you can directly towards shore, but it's swimming parallel to shore and gradually moving in that will get you to land. Fighting off emotions rather than facts allows for mistakes and cloudiness. You'll never give yourself the chance of greatness in being that person deep down inside that you know you are. The person you know that can accomplish whatever it is that you set your mind to. Humans are powerful creatures. It's why we're at the top of the damn food chain. Spend time analyzing your actions or lack of actions. I guarantee there is a reason behind them. And be honest with yourself. Don't sugarcoat it for yourself. It will only hurt you more in the long term. Seek it out and learn how to beat it, how to overcome it, how to grow past it, or how to leverage it. Use those reasons as your leverage. The future you will thank you. And 20, 30 years later, you're going to look back while in this practice and say, had I not done that thing, overcome that fear, tried that one thing, leaned into the unknown, made those mistakes, I wouldn't be standing here in this place today. Each week, I do a shout-out of either DM I've received, a mention, a review, a question. The purpose in this segment is to show each of you how so many others are going through the same struggles, pushing for the same things, looking for something more out of life. But more importantly, they're doing it. They're striving for more out of life. This week's shout-out is by Giovanni via Instagram. My godmother referred me to your podcast, and I was instantly hooked by the first episode I heard, which was clarifying your priorities. And man, you pulled me in instantly. Everything you say is uplifting and motivating in the aspect of life and success in life. I've written down a lot of key points from your episodes. I appreciate every episode you put your soul into. 
the narcissist episode as well hit home. Laura's story is amazing, and I felt for her as well. Keep doing what you're doing, man, and I wish you the absolute best in everything you're doing, and continue to uplift us. Giovanni, I appreciate you, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. For an opportunity to be next week's shout-out, send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram or leave an honest review on the podcast. You might be the next shout-out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into unlocking your internal motivation. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at the motivated mind podcast. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode. I love you all and thanks so much for listening. Motivated Mind is a Mindset Production.